0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the hard count. And you know what, CJ? We're finally back. We're finally back. Just the two of us. Listen, you had you went away for a little bit, did some stuff, then and I was here taking it over. Then you come back. Your boy got sick. I was sick for the last couple weeks, but you you held it down. But not anymore. We are back. We're better than ever. And, CJ, we're ready to break down some football. But how are you doing on this wonderful Tuesday night, baby?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, Birthday yesterday. Um, It's chill. vibes. had a good time, man. It's ready to get it rocking. Talk some football with my guy, man. Back in tune.
0: You know, CJ, I feel bad. I feel bad because I know on your Sunday post on IG, you wrote something about your birthday. And then the next day on Monday – I was like, yo, I got to text CJ for his birthday, but I I don't want to sound stupid and it not be his birthday. So I went back to go check if the IG post was still there and it wasn't there anymore. So <laughs> I never texted you out of fear that I was wrong, but now I feel bad. So happy belated my guy.
1: Appreciate that, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you.
0: Yes sir. Hope you uh <laughs> hope you enjoyed what what a nice little, you know, 22. You looking so young.
1: Nah, nah. 27. 27, (laughs) man. Living good. Living good, bro. Life's
0: good. That's what we like to hear. But, all right. Listen, we might as well jump into it right away. So I will pull up some, you know, the screen right here with all the scores. And we'll just start going over it as we will. You know, we'll go down the list, break down each game individually a little bit. And then, obviously, we will uh, get into some of the other storylines throughout the week and uh, our predictions for week three. CJ, this is the first time me and you are on the same show where we actually get to pr- make predictions for the week, so I'm excited because, you know, I've been <laughs> making those predictions over there on Gen Z. I didn't get off to such a hot start like I did last year, so I'm a little uh, a little disappointed in myself. But, you know, what? we're going to bounce back. We're going to bounce back. But uh, all right, so let's get into it. We'll start it off with the Thursday game, and that would be the football team and the Giants. Listen, I don't know what the NFL did this year. I'm kind of shocked a, a little bit, honestly, CJ. These these Thursday night, you know, Sunday night, Monday night games actually been pretty good. And for Lord. some reason, I feel like the NFL always has a hard time with their primetime games. But they've done well so far. What did you think of the Thursday night football game, Giants and football team?
1: I thought it was good. You know, you look at the original games, always going to be competitive. Uh, both teams going at it. Just the giants they had multiple opportunities to score multiple multiple opportunities to win the game they had that Danny denny uh daniel jones touchdown that got taken away because of a holding call and slayton dropped the gimme got to catch that um on the right side of the field they just penalties man they had that they had that w easy but what's going on brother how you doing man all is well man hope everything's good but uh yeah so I was there for the taking for new york and you know taylor heineke came in there and capitalized made some big time plays at uh fitzpatrick's absence and you know this is what he did last year in that in that first round that wild card matchup against tampa bay so um you know the, the team they trust him they trust him to make plays he had that interception to, to bradbury thought you know that might have been a game that might have been something that could have gave him the l but the giants gave it right back to the the Washington football team. Hopefully, they could get a name soon here too. That would that would be great. You know, CJ, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to
0: you. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I I think I'm in the minority here, along with Caleb. I low key like football team.
1: What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? It's good. Uh, yeah, like I'm 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 used to it now. You know what I'm saying, but. Yeah, Barkley, Barkley, Barkley and Gibson sold me
0: in my fantasy, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, CJ, uh, I'm going to just say I gave you the work in the fantasy. Bro,
1: it's crazy because I, I had Aaron Jones in two of my other leagues. And in one league, I lost by like three points. I thought he, like, he was carrying. I was like, yeah, bro, he could get And then they put A.J. Dillon in with like four minutes left. I'm like, all
0: right, man. <laughs> I, had then, play. I had to play him in one league. He didn't go so well. Bro, he carried. I was like, ah, right, this is my what's the
1: only guy I got playing tonight. If he if he could give me like 40, he got damn near 38. I was like, oh shit, but it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, uh, yeah, I like I like the football team too. I like the name. It's calm. I think we're just getting used to it right now. Exactly. Exactly. For beat
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about the Washington uh Toxic Stallions, Alex? You like that one too? <laughs> CJ with the new setup.
1: Trying, bro. Trying, brother. What's going on, Matt? It's good, bro. But
0: yeah. But yeah. Just what's, your, what's your thoughts on the game? Just, just for the people out there. Before I get into the game, I uh, uh, oh, wait, no, I didn't even. Put, oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong league. Hold on. Maybe did I beat you this week? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I did. Yeah, we too. Oh, bro. there we go. There we go. Holy crap! Yes, I did. I, I, I gave CJ a nice one eighty two point five four to a one twenty one point three two.
1: Wait. My, G, my GM skills are looking terrible this year right now. It's early though. It's early, so you know I don't want to. I don't want to, uh, you know, be so negative right now. But it's, it's looking like You
0: know, it shouldn't even count, bro. I did have Aaron Jones, so you know what? That you get an excuse. You get an excuse. So crazy. Unbelievable. But well, now, what's your and thoughts wait, on this that, game,
1: though?
0: That's a tough one too, Alex. Oh uh, yeah, listen this. This was a very fun game to watch. And I think you're right in a lot of aspects of it. Uh, you have the Darius Slayton. This, listen, this is two years in a row where the Giants should win a game against a football team. And they have one of their receivers. You know, obviously, last year it was Evan Ingram, so he's a tight end. But drop a pass, that ends the game for him, basically. Uh, it's It's just those little things. And this has to be so demoralizing as a Giants fan. I'm not... Listen, I obviously wouldn't know because well, we're, we're fans of a successful team CJ. Um, but you have the pass go right through his fingers. You're deflated. Oh darn, whatever. But now Washington gets the the, the football back. They drive down the field. They're in field goal range. And they miss heavens you're 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 all happy people who bat the money line for the giants are going crazy giants fans through the roof the football team's down bad and then there's a flag and you realize that they have to re-kick it and you know the minute that flag came out you knew he was making it i don't care if that field goal went from 60 yards to 55 yards you knew the minute that flag was thrown he was going to make that kick and that's what ends up happening and Washington is now one and one because of it, and the Giants are up, too. And I feel like what makes it even more deflating is CJ, what is the biggest problem with the Giants? Everybody always talks about, I feel like that's Daniel Jones and his turnover issues and this, that. That might have been Daniel Jones' best career game ever. Of all, like ever. That might have been his greatest game of all time. And that's the one you lost. Like that has to add just a uh, just an extra little sting to it uh, he makes up you know for last year when he fell when he fell on that easy touchdown
1: he can move though i'll say that oh, he exactly.
0: it's an underrated aspect by the young man he Daniel Jones is out here moving you know he's taking care of the football making some nice throws uh you win the game basically and then you don't because you jump off sides like that's that's tough. And you, you're now in an 0-2 hole, and it's not killer. It's it's really not an absolute death sentence, and it's only because you're in this division. Right. Now it makes your job a lot more difficult, but it's not a killer. So I mean, at least you can look on the bright side a little bit. Might as well sign Cam. A, Cam use him as a backup. Right. I don't know. I don't know if you want those Cam chants happen the minute Daniel Jones starts to struggle, because you know that's going to happen. Daniel Jones turns the ball over like Nana feeds the turnovers. does it consistently. But listen, Alex, <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah, you don't become built like this without some good food. So I, I'll, I'll agree. I will agree. But listen, he didn't do it in that game, and, and they lost. Do you think that adds a little sting to it for Giants fans, CJ? Oh,
1: of course, yeah. I was talking to a couple of Giants fans. During the week, we were watching the game together, and he was like, yeah, he played great. For me, the thing is, going forward, Jason Garrett, is play calling. I, mean, I don't understand why they hired him. We, they saw this guy play with this play calling for over a decade <laughs> with, the, with the Cowboys as an offensive coordinator, then a head coach. You know how conservative his, game, his play calling is from an offensive standpoint to the point where he gave up the play calling, gave it to Kellen Moore before he got fired, and they bring him in for the Giants. I, I just don't understand. I feel like they could do a lot more RPOs, things of that nature. Uh, with, with Daniel Jones' athleticism. They just been haven't been able to do that. Um, I think it's it's going to be tough to judge him because, uh, because again, the, the, the offensive coordinator is not really that creative when it comes to scheming up plays.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's the other thing, too, is, you know, you look at Jason Garrett, but I look at the defense as well. Like, the defense was a big part of why a lot of people thought the Giants would be successful this year, and me included. And you gave up 30 points to Taylor Heineke. And then the football team, like this is not an offensive juggernaut of a team. It's you have two things to do. You stop Terry McLaurin and you bottle up Antonio Gibson and you should literally never give up a yard to this team. Cause if you do those two things, they aren't doing much else. I mean, they're not a super talented offensive team. Uh, Curtis Samuel, you know, one of their big off season signs, he's on IR right now. So it's not like you have to worry about him. Uh, Logan Thomas is not having that absolutely crazy year that um, he had to finish out last year that made fantasy owners fall in love with him. By the way, thank you, Logan Thomas. You probably won me a championship. Uh, but it's it, it's the defense, too. Like, where are you? And, and here's the other thing, too, CJ, because obviously we're, we're Patriot fans, so we get the whole, you know, like, discipline, 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 blah, blah, blah. They shove it down your throat, everything like that. And Joe Judge does the same thing. He comes from the Belichick tree. He's always talking about discipline in his press conferences and you're running laps if you do this, blah, blah, blah. You lost the game because you were undisciplined. That's why you lost the game. So that has to look bad on him as well.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and – it looks bad, but like you said, you know, they still have a shot. Their division is competitive. They're 0-2, but everybody else is 1-1, so uh, they're, they're right there for the taking. Yes, it's a divisional loss, which is tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex- that's exactly what he is, too. That's exactly what he is, real. Just the
0: clap God, Jason. Clap God, Aaron. man, yeah.
1: I, I, still, I feel bad for Dan Jones, man. I think, he's, I think he has some talent, but I feel like they haven't really let him be him yet because – that type of athleticism—I don't even think scouts or I don't even think the Giants saw when he came out of Duke. So um, if they're able to let that go a little bit, and then also of course Saquon—you know—they're easing Saquon back into the fold. He had that little 40-yard run after that. That was I'm out on it. Saquon, by the way. Yeah, I could you know I I could see that I see some people, you know, already talking about trading them and things like that. It's tough, it's tough to really go that far because it's the second game back off the ACL. But um you gotta ease your way back. You can't just give him 30 rushes, 30 touches <laughs> second game after Teddy's ACL. You gotta ease in a little bit. And
0: like we said, the division is is gonna be there if they can just string along some dubs. See, here's my problem. And I understand that he's coming back from an injury, but I feel like it's been this way his entire career anyway. He's a one-yard, 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 45-yard run, one-yard, one-yard. And then you look at the end of the game, and he averages, you know, four-and-a-half yards per carry. You're like, oh, wow, he did so well. And then you really look at it, and it was more like 12 yards for 12 carries. And then <laughs> that 13th carry, it was a 65-yard touchdown. So all of a sudden you think he was actually good. It yeah, hasn't been great either. No, and absolutely, some of the blame does go to the O-line because, listen, you could be the greatest running back in the world. I mean, Barry Sanders in his one playoff game, I think he had literally one yard rushing. So it really does depend on your O-line and you know the scheme that you're going up against. But I don't know. I feel like I'd much rather have a power back type of situation where I can at least – Get you know three yards a carry, and that actually means three yards of carry. That doesn't mean he had those five one-yard carries and then a sixty-yard run. Like he got you know three yards, four yards, and then two yards. Because every situation you run the ball on first and second down with the Giants and Saquon, you're setting yourself up for third and, f- and at least six every single time, every single time. And you can't play behind the sticks like that in, in an entire game. Uh, put some respect on Saquad. His struggles have been with his bum asshole line like he's had in recent years. Giants offense has been a mess the last few years in general. Listen, that's true. I understand best, that. Best
1: play on that offense. When you look, yeah, at, yeah, when yeah. look at great running backs, right? You And you, you think about their line. You think about at least one or two guys out of the five guys up front that you could say are studs. You look at Dallas O-line back when they had, you know, Zach Martin, Frederick, Ty Smith. When you look at those top rushing attacks – in the nfl the ravens you know they got some guys up, up front as well back when they had Yonder and things like that do you think of those o-linemen you, you don't really name any giant offensive linemen when you talk about saquon going off so it's that give and take I, I get you though
0: yeah you know like i said i definitely put some of the blame on his o-line but i don't know for for him to be described as such a great talent all the time I don't know, you gotta at least try to make your O-line look better too. Maybe I don't know, make somebody miss in the backfield instead of just running into the pile. That's the other thing too. I feel like he I feel like he attempts to be Le'Veon Bell sometimes where it's I'm gonna pitter pat, you know, in the backfield right now and then see if I can get a hole. Well guess what? The hole isn't there. Maybe the hole is there for point .1 seconds, but with your little pitter patter in the backfield, you're you're not gonna get it. So I don't know, it's just a whole little different situation. Damian Harris wouldn't fare much better with the Giants. No knock to Harris. Giants offensive scheme is buns. Connie CJ could get more out of the offensive unit. Y'all listen, let me tell you something. I'd be a great offensive coordinator, first of all, and I would, second of all, be an absolutely unbelievable lineman, like I was back in my Mighty Might's days. Unbelievable. I was a god. Giants 0-17. Hey, listen, That's I wouldn't tough. be mad. I wouldn't be mad. That's
1: tough. I I, like, that, I, like, but... seeing,
0: I like seeing Giants fans suffer. It's funny.
1: all right let's um let's let's talk about our team right Jets, Sunday 1 p.m game two rookie quarterbacks going at it second pick 15th pick what's your thoughts on the game obviously you know we know about Wilson having having some struggles you know handing handing out some lovely uh gifts like I put in my story on Sunday uh to the Patriot team what's your thoughts on the game
0: yeah, I mean, if Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts, I don't know what the hell Zach Wilson was looking at. Uh, but that might have been one scary thing. But no, listen, we I, I kind of <laughs> talked about this uh, in the football group chat. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but the Jets are not a good team. Like, the Jets are not a good team. And I don't know what anybody was really kind of expecting. It's a rookie quarterback versus Bill Belichick. This is what happens every single time. Belichick destroys young QB. Chef's kiss on that defensive game plan. Alex, exactly. Uh, I can't really say it any better myself. I think they're like five and five and fifteen or five and twenty in Belichick in the last twenty years. Rookie cornerbacks do not beat Bill Belichick very often. Uh, so this was kind of the situation that you knew was going to happen, and. I'm also still kind of disappointed in, in a certain way in the Patriots because you get four interceptions, and they went into halftime with, I think, like 17 points. You can't have four turnovers and go into halftime barely up in the game. Zach Wilson looks terrible. I'm not judging him yet. Um, that's I, – I said I said this in the football group chat as well. I can't really judge Wilson or Trevor Lawrence until they get an actual team. Like I feel like the other rookie quarterbacks that got drafted have a have a chance because they're on actual teams. I mean, you look at Trey Lance; he's on he's on the Niners. They're supposed to be very good this year. You got Justin Fields; he's on the Bears. At least they have, at least they have Allen Robinson and David Montgomery. Like they're two solid players. Zach Wilson and uh, Trevor Lawrence have absolutely nobody. But I'll go into the Patriots side of the stuff. One new pass catchers impressed you both on the Pats' offense, Aguilar, Smith, Henry. No, nobody. Honestly, nobody yet. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't say anybody's been super crazy yet. You say um, Aguilar,
1: I mean, they got the only passing touchdown of the season. so. I,
0: I think oh, – A touchdown. I think in the long run, John is going to be the most successful one because I feel like he has the most ability – uh, out in space to do things. I think is going to be our deep threat. Hunter Henry's going to be, you know, those short intermediate routes across the field. And then, you know, John is going to do the same thing, but I feel like he has a better opportunity in space. But, you know, now that we're talking about the Patriot offense anyway, <clears throat> that's what I want to get into. It's the fact that, listen, I'm very happy they won. I'm a Patriot fan. They won a game. I'm not really that mad. So I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, shit on my team even though they won. But... Matt Jones is completing like 75% of his passes. They win the game. Whoa, everybody's having a good time. He's averaging like three yards a pass. At some point, you have to open the offense because the, the Patriots this year and last year, we saw it. This is what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball. They're going to try to establish play action, and then they're going to do short little dump-offs and try to let their, their players, you know, uh gain yardage from that they're gonna do a lot of screen passes to james white they're gonna do those short routes across the middle of the field to uh Johnny, hunter henry and you know kendrick Bourne. he's he's been all right but i mean i gotta see something downfield i don't even know if the man can do it. what is this drew Brees? can't <laughs> throw a pass over 15 yards so while i'm happy they won you know me and you had a little conversation on twitter where I said, you know, the Patriots got to open up this playbook a little bit and you called him, uh, what would you call him, CJ, Josh McConservative?
1: Yeah, so exactly.
0: it's I got to see the offense open up a little bit more because that's when you'll really get a true, you know, look at what the offense can be because the defense is going to play well. The running game should be pretty good, but I got to see some more stuff downfield because if you take the running game away from the Patriots, I don't know what they're going to do. You're not going to score touchdowns every possession throwing five, throwing three yard passes. You're gonna need it. You're gonna need a 25 play drive.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only way they could score on 20. Oh yeah, 15, 10 to 15 yard play drives. I will start with the Jets and then I I follow up with with our Pats. Just tough. It's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean first, first, I mean, three, three in the first half. Look, I don't, I don't know. I think the first one was just like, okay, that that was a tip pass. You know, J.C. Jackson made a great play on the ball, tipped it, and then tipped it to himself. That you know, that's 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 a lot of focus right there. That's, watch, some to watch the go tapes. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I hope you I can hope watch he all the
0: tape you want. I don't know. I hope he is, man.
1: I hope he is, but you know, Wilson just Wilson, needs, Wilson needs to watch some some go tapes too, right? <laughs> You know he was you know he was just struggling like you said bill Belichick, you know he does a great job of confusing guys what's going on brother what's going on man uh he just do, does a great job of just confusing young quarterbacks and just pre-snap it looks like one thing and then post snap it's another and then you make the throw and it's you think it's there but it's not and then you know you're passing it to the other team and that's that's kind of what happened um that's kind of what happened on sunday you know they were able to run the ball um, I will say that they were able to move the ball a little bit, get like a couple five-yard carries, a uh, pop. That's something that, that I didn't really like from that um, that New England defense, that front seven. That's what everybody talks about. That's what we had high expectations for before the season. So hopefully that gets cleaned up a little bit. Uh, they got some pressure on Mac. Mac got sacked three times. He had a couple of pressures. He was moving around in the pocket. So they, their defense looks solid, uh, you know. But obviously it's a it's a, it's a revolving door of, of, of offensive linemen right now from um, from a New England standpoint, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It really is. I agree with that. I agree with that. So you know the Jets. You know, they, like you said, they don't have a great team. It's just something that you learn. You just got to learn from it. You know, you're gonna see Bill one more time at Foxborough. So hopefully they can, you know, they can respond and you know play it, you know, keep it competitive in that in that second game. But uh, you know, we'll see. But then from a New England standpoint, I agree. The offense, the offense has to be more dynamic. You have to get, you have to get, create some big plays. Yes, you could have those slow methodical plays move down the field. Get a touchdown here and there, but if, if it's not, you got You got you got deep threats. You got a guy like John o. Smith can can take it to the crib. He's probably one of the only guys outside of maybe Aguilar that could get yards after the catch. Hunter Henry's more like a third down security blanket type guy. Kendrick Bourne, you know, he he can make some splash plays here and there, but you know they they play a lot of they play a lot of uh, twelve personnel. So they got both of those tight ends out there. So it's gonna be tough for him to get get a lot of action. So it's, it's it's tough, but the running game looks solid. I think Damien Harris had a really good game, responding after last week against Miami. You know, fumbling the rock, putting the ball on the floor. I mean, we could have easily won that game and been two and zero. Oh. Um, I think he had a great run, one of the runs of the week for sure. Beats um, so Yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was a, it was a nice run, nice little response by him um, on on Sunday. But it was a solid win. You know, McDaniel's. Now I got to put some blame on Mac too. I mean, was it the pressure that the Jets were? were was putting on, putting on Mac in those certain times where he checks it down instead of, you know, trying to make a big play. Yeah, that's probably, probably some of it has to do with it as well. But um, there was, there were some plays that, you know, he could could potentially, you know, take the top off the defense and he just didn't do so. You saw him do it in Alabama. So if he, you do know, just trust himself a little bit, you know, take, take his time and make some of those big plays, all it's going to do is help that run play, help that run game. Because then now once you, once you go too high, then you could definitely run the ball and, uh, and, and create, some, create some mismatches for defenses every Sunday.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the one more thing that kind of scared me a little bit, and then we'll move on to the next game uh, with the Broncos and Jags, but uh, we saw last week with the Jets that they couldn't really protect – uh, I was almost said Daniel Jones uh, – Zach Wilson too much. And I feel like the Patriots did not get that much pressure on Zach Wilson this week. Like he threw a lot of those interceptions, but they were, you know, heavy coverage interceptions. They were just bad throws. But I feel like he was not pressured as much as I would like to see. After, you know, everybody on your defense came back and you signed Judon. Like I would have liked to see a lot more pressure on him, considering last week it was like he couldn't even stand in the pocket for more than five seconds. But just a little thought. I don't know what you think about that, CJ.
1: Well, I mean, it's nothing new in New England. When was the last time they had an elite pass rusher, Chandler Jones? So Absolutely. we're looking at, you know, five, four or five years ago, since we have an elite guy that could say, that could, you could defensively say on the D line, could get you 10 to, you know, 15 sacks. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. They're kind of a uh, by committee by kind of contain, you know, make it tough for the quarterback in the pocket and then rely on that secondary to make a play off, off an air and throw by the quarterback. So that's kind of their, they kind of have a bend, don't break defensive line. Uh, you would like to see one of those guys break out, maybe Barmore and the three technique kind of be kind of that pass rush guy, something that I'm pretty sure we we're going to expect him to be when they drafted <laughs> him in the second round. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised.
0: Yep, and we'll move on from there to the next game on the schedule, Broncos and the Jags. Now, not a game I watched. I'm not going to lie. watched some of the highlights afterwards, but this was definitely not on my uh to do list on Sunday. Plenty of other games out there, but you know it's it's looking like the correct situation that that Teddy was brought into. Uh, he's kind of playing like he usually has. It's it's the don't make mistakes, let the defense wins you games, and and that's what's happening. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is obviously still looking for his first win. I think he threw another like two interceptions in this game. Uh, I think he has five on the season so far. <clears throat> so it's definitely not a. Listen, this is a guy who never lost a game in the regular season from high school. Actually, no, his entire life until week one in the NFL. Never lost a regular season game. So uh, it's definitely an adjustment period from falling in and, and, you know, being great in high school clearly to you're on the Jags and you're going to do a lot of losing before you start to win. Uh, but, yeah, I, it looks like the right decision so far that the Broncos made starting Teddy. Over uh, Drew Locke, Uh, Matt says here that Teddy Two Gloves was sufficient. And, Mm -hmm. hey, listen, if he's going to play like that, let the defense make its plays. I think that, um, unfortunately, Bradley Chubb is a little banged up now, I think I believe I saw. So that Mm -hmm. obviously hurts them. But you still got Von Miller over there. You got a solid secondary. So I don't think the Broncos are going to be a a huge threat. But, hey, you're off to a 2-0 start. Uh, You're technically tied for first place in that division. So, why not? Have fun. Uh, Lawrence breaks and sets records for himself. He'll probably have most losses in his career in his rookie season. I'd mean, <laughs> hey. Yeah, definitely. You might not be wrong. You might not be wrong. Because, I mean, yeah, the Jags I- are just not a good team. So, right. I, let's, let's, that's the other thing, too. Like, we live in such a microwave society. Everybody wants everybody to be good right away. Zach Wilson's not going to be good. Uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be good. A lot of these rookie quarterbacks are not going to be good. And guess what? That's okay guys. That's that's okay. They're going to survive because sometimes you're not great at something the minute you step into it. And some people mm. <clears throat> some people don't think that the coaching is right. The roster is obviously awful. Some people don't think they final all of this is very good over in Jacksonville. So let's give everybody some time. Let's not jump down anybody's throat. Let's uh, listen, you know, just enjoy the view. Smell those roses people
1: yeah 100% they're going to struggle. <laughs> it's the Jaguars. It says it right here lost 17 straight games. Uh I mean what, what, what can you say they have, they haven't yet about to be about to be 18 for sure. Uh, it's just tough. Yeah yeah you got you have to. You have to especially those guys like like Connie just mentioned, you know, they were the reason why they got drafted to those teams cuz those teams weren't good. <laughs> so yeah. uh you don't expect you know the roster around them isn't great, especially for Ter- Trevor Lawrence dealing with the uh a head coach who's who's a you know old timer in college, but hasn't really been in. we haven't seen him in as an NFL head coach, so it's a new adjustment for him um, as a head coach now. So it's going to be a lot of adjustments for that team. You know, you can't really expect multiple wins from from that division right now. But but you know, I think over time, I think uh, with that division being, it's you know, it's really not that competitive. It could be up in the air. You know, you don't know what wins. Tannehill's hit or miss. The Texans are the Texans, so you know they could, you know, they could turn it around quickly. They could definitely be the cream of the crop that division, maybe in a year or two. But I think right now, you're going to go through some growing pains. That's going to happen. Um, And and since, and then you look at look at the Broncos. Like you said, I'm happy for Teddy. This is the most talented team he's been on from a skill skill position standpoint. Well, I mean, he had Thielen and and Diggs at a certain point, but they they weren't they weren't where they are now. Um, But oh, you know, right now, yeah, right now, what they have and Jerry Judy's out right now. But you know, when he when he gets back, wait, off, did off he off have IR, both of them? I believe so. Yeah, I believe he was there. Because Diggs Digs might have got drafted maybe after Teddy it Teddy left. Had,
0: yeah, I was gonna say. I, don't, I feel I don't know who Diggs was just because of you know the whole knee situation. I don't know if right. he was a starter. Yeah, I don't think he played. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he played. But
1: but but right now, this this is definitely the best. That he's, that he's been playing with right now in terms of skill position, is this the best he's had? Last year he had Robbie, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, didn't have McCaffrey. So, uh, you know, there was, was going to be an adjustment there. We know how great McCaffrey is from all standpoints of the offensive side. So uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, they, they got some dogs in that in the backfield as well. Uh, I like that team. I think they look really they, – they have a great identity. They have the identity to, you know, give the Chiefs some problems, give the Raiders some problems, and, and, the, and the Chargers as well. They run the ball, they play defense. Teddy doesn't make mistakes. They have a you know excellent tight end and Noah Fant. I, I, I like this team, man. You know they look good right now. You know they played the Giants and the Jags. So you mean you know how can you really assess that? We'll see. We'll see what happens when they go up against some more competitive teams, maybe in their division and also in the AFC, um, if 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 they're the real deal or not. But you know right now you know they got the job done. Getting getting two wins under their belt. Got to give credit to got to give credit to Teddy. You know they made the trade. They got him for a 6 rounder. Took Drew Lock's spot. And um, he's making the most of it, man. Credit credit to him.
0: Yeah, and I think you know it's it's good for Teddy. I know I just looked it up. Uh, he was still on the team in twenty seventeen. I know that uh, uh, Diggs was drafted in twenty fifteen. So they did have two years in the same building, at least. I didn't look at if he they had actually played with each other, but they were in the same building. I can say that. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's good it's good for Teddy because you know, even like I said, even looking at it. It's crazy. 2014 to 17, he's on the Vikings. He makes the Pro Bowl in 15. And then it goes from the Vikings to the Jets practice. Like he was on the practice squad of the Jets of all teams. Exactly. I mean, they had Darnold, right? They had
1: Darnold back then, right?
0: Yeah, 2018, they must have had Darnold. Yeah. Uh, Jets practice squad. And then obviously he gets traded to uh, the Saints, goes there for a little bit, had that year with the Panthers last year and now with the Broncos. So I'm all for a Teddy Bridgewater comeback. That injury was gruesome. And for him to, you know, even be able to play football again, still very nice to see. Uh, So yeah, shout out Teddy. But we'll move on to the Bills and Dolphins. And as you can tell by the final score, I don't think we got to spend too much time on this one. It was not pretty at all. Uh, But the Bills bounce back in a very big way. I think, yeah, largest shutout win since week three of 1992 for the Bills, uh, 35 to nothing over the Dolphins. And I think the main story coming out of this one is Tua. Uh, Josh Allen definitely didn't play that well once again, but listen, we all talked about it. The Dolphins' defense is going to be very good this year. Last week, they played the Steelers' defense, so he's had pretty hard matchups back-to-back. I'm still very much on the Josh Allen bandwagon. I ain't too worried about my boy. But um, – for the Dolphins, it's uh, – what do you do with Tua? I, I, I want to know what you do with Tua. I'm very intrigued at what they do because this was his year to prove it. Uh, last year, he's out here getting benched for fits. Uh, Tua, I've always thought – you know, Matt's going <clears> to <throat> say Tua turned the ball over, as he always likes to say. Uh, injury ball, prone. Bro. Injury prone has begun. And that was my biggest thing with him coming out of college. That. I was never a fan of of uh Tua. I just didn't think he, he would be able to stay healthy. And so far it's kinda of looked that way. Uh he had the the ankle problems in college. Now he has the rib problem. But Josh Allen has kind of been blocked on all social media per Adam chapter Oh, okay. Uh, he was injured. He was injury prone from college. Yeah. So this was, to his big prove year. You know, they got a weapons. They got Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller obviously hasn't played yet, but he's on the team. <laughs> so, Jalen <laughs> Waddle, Will Fuller, Miles Gaskin had that breakout year last year. So, uh, Mike Gusecki, this was his big year, and he's hurt.
1: Yo, bro. Man, I got him on my fantasy team. <laughs> Sheesh. She, that's <laughs> but, all I can say.
0: But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, the game's very ugly. I think the story is Tua. Uh, uh obviously I still think the Bills are the favorite in that division, although I wish I do wish it was our boys, but I still gotta go with the Bills. Um but <laughs> oh, look at this. Forever, forever, bro. Hey, we got a we got a cam. We got a cam to Miami. We got a Massage expert Watts into Miami. I mean, hey, yeah.
1: that's what, that's what I'm scared of, man. I mean, if that old, if that whole thing gets cleared up over there, you know what I'm saying? In Texas, and they make that move, bro. Yo, Mac better better be the next version of, of Brady, man. Because
0: <laughs> it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be competitive, man.
0: Oldest starting quarterback in that division's Josh Allen. He's like 25. So right, yeah. I don't need they can, uh
1: yeah, they, they get that figured out over there, and he, and they, and he pulls up to, to Miami, man. Watch out. But,
0: CJ, I'll leave it to you. Any thoughts on the game? Obviously, like I said, big blowout. Not, I didn't think there was much there, but uh, I thought the big story coming out it was Tua. you have any different thoughts?
1: Yeah, Tua, uh, good bounce back by the Bills. after You know, losing a tough one to Pittsburgh at home in um, week one. You know, Tua getting hurt. Uh, just tough to see, man. I think it's bruised ribs, so we'll see what his status is for week three. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got he's, his 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 best his best ability right now is availability. Has to be able to play. Has to be able to be on the field. One one to show that he could be the future, and also you know to show those guys that you know he could he could you know battle with some adversity, and uh, still be there to make some plays and still be that leader for them on the center. So uh, big, you know, like you said, it's a big year for him. Um, you know, we usually don't we usually see like three years for young quarterbacks, but I think going on right now, a certain you know like like several Watson and some, maybe some other quarterbacks, maybe Garoppolo might be on the move next year too, depending on what happens over there in San Fran. Um, so, you know, he's going to, he's going to have to show why the Dolphins should trust him for the future. But uh yeah, like, but from the bill standpoint, big win for them, uh divisional win. Uh, I mean, I don't expect anything less.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, we'll move on from there then uh to the 49ers and the Eagles. Oh gosh. Damn. Got the got
1: the phlegm in the throat a little bit. Might have to take a little sip of the water right here. Hold uh, on. Yeah, I, I, got, I got you on this one. So this was a close game. This was a close game. I think a lot of people expected the 49ers to maybe maybe blow out the Eagles. Maybe people weren't really believing the Eagle hype after they beat Atlanta because Atlanta's just been so decimated on defense over the last few years. So um, 49ers, what they did to the Lions in week one, uh, the lions did come back and you know you know make it competitive here and there at the end but i think it was a close game throughout um hurts played okay uh but you know garoppolo i just i just felt like they just did enough um to win the game philadelphia it's a tough it's a tough place to play um but they got it done you gotta got give credit to jimmy and those guys and if you're in the nfc west you know every every win matters everyone matters and uh you know they got it done doesn't matter what it looks like as long as you get the w so um eagles i think you know it was a loss, but, you know, this is a good team. This is a team that was just in the Super Bowl two years ago, you know, to only lose by a touchdown with a, with a really, really young offense, I should say. The defense is more experienced, but with a young offense, um, you know, you would like to see more than 11, but you got to give credit to that same frame defense. But, um, you know, cl- closed game, um, something that, you know, Eagles can hang their hat on, you know, you clean up for next week. What's your thoughts on the game?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah was, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know you know they ran one
1: the thing is uh it's like you know you got a you got a quarterback right he's like 62 230 i think some of these i think some of these coordinators just get get you know sometimes they get too creative It's just quarterback sneak man qb power you know get all those guys up front you know pushing everybody into the end zone and then get your get your 62 230 guy and then you need one yard like i i just you, you want to do you want to do you want to do, do a rollout play, and you're going you're going further than to the end zone, further behind the end zone. Doesn't make any sense. You big know, it,
0: fan of the QB sneak.
1: Yeah, just just do QB sneak it, man. I mean, you I mean you got a guy that you know that could definitely break tackles, and and he's big, he's physical. Just get those one or two yards, man. I just don't understand some of these coordinators sometimes. They try to get too cute, and, and it hurts them. And honestly, that that was the difference right there. It's the difference was six points. You know, they convert that. You know, we could, we could be talking – we could have a whole different discussion right now than being the 49ers. That would, that would have been a huge win. But, you know, it's still work out for them.
0: Hey, works in Madden. Why can't it work in real life? You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, it was a close game for sure. Um, I think the thing that really killed the Eagles' momentum, I think they were up 7 nothing or 7-7 uh, in the game. And Hurts had that long pass to Jalen Rager. Uh, would have been a touchdown. It gets called back for the, uh, what's it called? Oh, for the illegal touching uh, because he had stepped out of bounds, which, by the way, I kind of don't want. That rule kind of annoys me, not because I, I think they should just be able to run out of bounds and then come back in, but the cornerback was low-key pushing him out of bounds, it looked like, and then he caught the ball like, what you want me to do? Because if I run into the cornerback, I'm going to get offensive pass interference anyway. So, like, wh- what am I supposed to do in that situation? Different story, different day. Um, but like you said, any win matters for the 49ers. They're in a division where they can't afford to lose games. Uh, this is not the NFC East, which the Eagles are in, where you can start 1-1, one 0-2, and, one, oh and, and you still probably have a 50% chance of winning the division because everybody in it is terrible. Uh, the 49ers, we might have gotten, gotten it wrong. The division might be even better because I kind of thought that the Cardinals were a lower-end team, and now they're 2-0, and look, unbelievable. Kyler Murray is in the MVP race through two weeks. I mean, through two weeks doesn't really matter, but, you know, he's there. Uh, So, you know, 11 points, like you said, not very impressive, but you're playing the 49ers defense. You got some dogs over there. The Eagles offensive line is not known to be one of the best around. Uh, I know they had some injuries in that game as well. I know Brandon Graham tore an ACL or an Achilles, I believe, either one. Uh, He is out for the season, so that definitely hurts their defense uh but a 17 to 11 game for an eagle team that's that's coming up against a team that was just in the Super Bowl like you said not bad and listen we talk about the Eagles being held to 11 but let's talk about the eagle defense holding the 49ers to 17. now are they some offensive juggernaut no absolutely not but what's their coach known for it's offense and and being able to get the most out of their team so to yeah, hold they have no to
1: they show. have no running backs you know people talk about the Ravens yeah <laughs>
0: The 49ers can't catch a break. They gotta start playing in Jeez. bubble wrap. Yeah, bro. They they gotta start playing flag football because every single person on their team gets injured every year. Like you but can say the that, 49ers are gonna be the best team ever, and then all of a sudden, week one, they have 17 players on IR and they go oh and 14. Yeah, that's tough.
1: That's yeah, that's exactly that. But that's the beauty of uh Shanahan's offense is it really doesn't matter who you put it in the backfield. You know, they're still going to get it done. You know, his run plays are so creative. Uh, you know, they had Elijah Mitchell get 100. Mostert gets 100. It doesn't matter who's back there. They, they just seem to find a way to always get five yards of carry. And look at the end of the game, whoever they have, they all, all get 90 to 100 yards. So that just speaks to the scheme. You know, he's a great coach. Um, but yeah, they got to if they could get a true bell cow back there, Trey Sermon, that rookie got hurt too. They get a true bell cow back there. I he mean, it could be scary. Yeah, yeah, he also got hurt in the, in the game. Yeah, um, it, it, it could be it could be scary for uh, for any team out there. You know, they could get a real great, excellent running back. Uh, but-
0: you know, you know, CJ, me and me and Josh on Gen Z do a QB prayer circle each week. And this year we determined that Zach Wilson <laughs> was going to be our guy. Last year it was Joe Burrow, it didn't work out for us because he ends up getting hurt. But CJ, me and you might have to start a, a prayer circle for the Forty ers We might just have to. I mean this is just unbelievable. I've never I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I mean, every because going into the year, you're like, nah, they can't get hurt again. They were hurt last year and the year before and the year before. Like it can't happen four years in a row. And here we are. Like it's just unbelievable. Oh, look at this. Eagles might be as bad as CJ's fantasy football managing skills. That's foul. Hey, bro. I don't play the games.
1: I don't play the games, man.
0: I don't you play the only, games. You can only draft. You can only yeah.
1: draft, CJ. You know, if they, I don't play the games. That's it. All I can do is draft. If they don't step up,
0: that's it. Listen, I like this is what I always like to say. It's never my fault. It's usually the equipment. And in this case, the players are the equipment. It's never my fault. I'm fantastic. But, you know, other <laughs> things don't go my way. Uh, but we'll move on from there to the Rams and Colts. Another good game. And the Rams, you know, kind of squeaked this one out. It was looking like they were going to run away with the game for a little bit. Uh, Colts came powering back uh, 27 to 24. The Rams squeaked that one out. And, you know, once again, a story in this one, Carson Wentz, man. Your guy. Your guy. Mr. Wentz Annapolis. (laughs) I mean, it's killing me. Hey, those NYC sirens, baby. Yes, yeah. siren. no, that
1: goes. No, that goes, man. Shout out my guy, Dick, <laughs> Brother.
0: No, that goes. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Carson Wentz not sprained his ankle, but not one, but both of them. How do you yeah. even sprain both ankles? I, I've never even seen something like that. How does that happen,
1: dude? Is so, made of glass.
0: Nah, glass. He's like the character off Spongebob. He really is. You know, every day I wake up, I break my legs. And every time I breathe, my my lungs collapse. And it's just unbelievable. Uh, But listen, the the story, this is another story. It's the Rams, and they started off 2-0. And like we just said about the 49ers, every win counts in this division because you're in a very good one. And to me, this seems like a game that they would have lost with Jared Goff. Like, I don't know why. I don't really have an explanation for it. I, I don't. But this seems like a game they lose with Jared Goff. And I think Matt Stafford really is going to take him to the next level. You know, me and, me and Josh talked about it yesterday. You know, who's the biggest threat to the Bucs? And I think it is the Rams just because they have that quarterback. Now, you can see with Sean McVay, this man is thrilled to have <laughs> Matt Stafford. And you know who else is thrilled? Cooper Cup. Because Cooper Cup goddamn looks like Randy Moss in 2007 right now. I, I think Matt Stafford is like uh, 12 of 26 thrown to him, has has like 400-something yards and, and three touchdowns in two weeks. He had three touchdowns all of last year. Mm. So Matthew Stafford has found his man, let me tell you. If you got him in fantasy, you're happy. Yeah. You know, like your boy does. <laughs> uh. So... <laughs> so, yeah, yeah a, a good game out of the Rams. The cold story, obviously, they had the chance at the end of the game. But Jacob Eason has to come in. And I believe on, like, his first throw, he throws the interception and it ends the game. But, CJ, what do you have?
1: I so said that dude's made of glass, man. Uh I think sometimes he just man. sometimes just does too much. And it just puts him in the predicament. I, I get it, right? You know, you want to make plays. You want to show the team, you know, I'm tough. You know, I can do this. You know, I can get those extra yards. I could break, you know, Aaron Donald, a tackle from Aaron Donald and do all this. But sometimes you got to settle it down, especially for his his injury history and everything that's occurred with him, uh, just not being able to stay healthy. I think the coach would rather him, you know, slide, take the, take the four to five yards, run out of bounds, live to see another play methodical it's not like you have a, a terrible team around you where you have to make every single play every single down uh you just have to slow it down a little bit that division is still you know they're 0 two but no one's really you know counting them out right now because that division isn't very good so uh yeah they just have to they he has, he has to settle in hopefully he can stay healthy you know he can get those ankles healthy like you know you, you sprain both ankles <laughs> 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 You get, when you got, you got to say the plural is crazy. And then uh, when I saw the tweet, I was just like, both ankles? In? All right. And then uh, no way. To apple was baby? No way. No way, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you know, they, they got, he has to figure it out. He has to figure it out. You know, it's not like the O-line is terrible. You know, they have a you know, really good O-line. They got Q-Dog in there at guard. And uh, they have some other really good guys in, on, in that front. Got to continue to run the ball. You know, it was close. You know, they could have easily won this game, and then he goes down. And you know, like you said, Easton comes in, and I think you know, looking at that play, could could easily know, obviously playing, you know, Tuesday morning quarterback. You know, you had to check that right there, but you know, you know, wanted to make a big play. And Jalen Ramsey, you know, with the dagger, and sent them home and waved waved goodbye to the to the Colts fans at Lucas Oil. So, you know, it's you know, definitely a tough loss for for Indy, but. You know, if if Wince could get healthy and he could just settle down a little bit and just not, you know, not try to do everything out in every play, then they will be fine.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. I think the I think the Colts would be happy if he never even left the pocket in the first place. Honestly. Oh um, yeah.
1: Then, then again, oh yeah. For, yeah.
0: No, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna make a joke. I was gonna say then again, even if he didn't leave the pocket, I'm sure that somehow shuffling around, he would you know, <laughs> sprain another ankle. So you never know oh, how it man. goes. Yeah, it's, it's
1: tough, bro. He reminds me of that that you remember the uh, the bench warmers. Remember that movie?
0: Yeah,
1: hell yeah, yeah. That's when when he's out there, bro. It's, that's that's what I. That's every time I think about that movie, bro. Because it's it's just he's stay. Hopefully, he, I just want him to stay healthy, man. But and then just quick point for the Rams. You kind of hit on everything, but uh, uh, to me, they're definitely the only only threat in the NFC. To well, I mean, you gotta. I mean, you can't kind of air Rodgers, but. Uh, I would say, from a from a from a complete team standpoint, I think the Rams definitely they they, they could give the Bucks some problems because they have you know two of the best players at their position on defense on that defensive side of the ball. I mean, you got you got a pass rusher that can get that can get the Tom, and you got a you got a, a great corner that can confuse Tom on the back end. And you know that that's you know if you if you you know if you hit a, if you hit on everything, you do the right thing. That that could be a success, um, uh, recipe for success. So uh Stafford's gonna have to. Do his part as well on that offensive side because you know you got the goat on that side but they're definitely they're definitely the top top um, threat for for tampa bay right now but you know they, like you said they got to be able to there's there's some threats in their own division
0: they gotta they gotta handle first so uh but good start and you want to talk about a good start let's move on to the next game with the raiders and the steelers yeah, listen this is one of the early season storylines here has john gruden finally figured out the raiders Hey, you know, cj I'm, I'm gonna let you jump in on this first because i'm curious you th- what are the raiders for real you know just your overall thoughts on the game of course but raiders looking good with that 2-0 start huh
1: yeah vegas they look good when I mean, they started off good last year and then they kind of you know spiraled out of control and it became inconsistent um i like their team and i have some solid pieces i always thought Derek Carr was good but
0: <laughs> granted, yeah he was he was great on tv um but no, they need to bring my son Gruden back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're making bread being a coach, Gruden. Yeah. ESPN double the salary. I know y'all got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know they look they look good right now. Uh, I want to see them against the Chiefs. I want to see them against the Chargers and the Broncos too. You know, like you said, we give the Broncos some praise in the beginning. In the beginning of the show, I want to see how they play against those teams and some of those other top teams um and in the afc the ravens are definitely the top team and the steelers were there last in the playoffs last year um you know some good good wins good wins we just feel still like to see a little bit more consistency from them throughout the season before i can say they're a real contender uh, but they look good uh Carr, definitely mvp candidate and for, for the steelers you know everything we said in the start of the season i mean the O line hasn't been great they haven't really been able to get Najee Harris going with the running game, you know, 30 yards on you know 10 carries. <laughs> the
0: Raiders are not good because the mob is involved now. They got some Sopranos yeah. action going on. Yeah. Raiders greater than the Chiefs. Ooh. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it.
1: <laughs> not gonna go that far. Not gonna it's just super hot take. But uh yeah, the Steelers, they they're this that's their identity. Their identity is really running the football, being physical. You look at you look at the success they've had for their entire franchise. Even when Big Ben was playing great, even when Big Ben was throwing the AB, all those they still had Le'Veon Bell running the football. You know, being the best running back in the league at that time. So, uh, you know, they they have to get back to that. They have to fix that offensive line, and they have to get back to playing some physical football because the uh, the Browns and the Ravens they they play that way. They run the football. They know their identity. They're going to be physical. Um so you, you can't have big ben at this at this stage of his career throwing the ball 40 times is not
0: going to get you a W. No 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 not. Uh yeah, you know this has been a good start from Derek Carr and I I feel like I've always been a little bit higher on Derek Carr than most people have. Um I mean, shit, I might be higher on Derek Carr than his own coach is. Cuz you know, you still can't really find <laughs> you still can't really find Gruden really praising Uh, Mr. Derek Carr, too much. So, I I need (laughs) we got to come in here with Big Ben. Need to hang it up.
1: uh,
0: (laughs) I don't disagree, I don't disagree. Big Ben, it might be clips for me, you my guy, but um, yeah, back to Derek Carr. He's looked good. Uh, the Raiders offense has looked pretty good so far. Their defense has looked a lot better than I thought it would, uh, through two games, obviously. They only gave up 17 points to the Steelers, and now, like I've said many times in the show, this is not technically an offensive juggernaut of a team, but, hey, 17 points against an NFL team is 17 points. It's an impressive way. Uh, and like you said, they have to get the run game going somehow. Like, I don't know what they got to do. What's good, bro? TJ, is um, good,
1: bro? It's good,
0: man? He said, let's go Eagles QB1. Hey, you missed it. We talked about it. Don't right, you worry you right. got yeah, listen to the pod though, you know. Thanks. Apple podcasts, YouTube, everywhere available. Just saying, Spotify, you know. Um, but with that <laughs> being said, uh, yeah, the Raiders have looked good so far. And listen, for the Steelers, you gotta step- you drafted Najee Harris for a reason. Like you know that you have to get back to running the ball. Because, like you said, Big Ben throwing it a bunch of times during the game. Eh, I'm good. I'm good. Especially Deontay Johnson, he's out now. So Juju's kind of back to, what, his number one role? And we, we saw how that kind of went for a little bit. Uh, obviously, they still have Claypool. Uh, sorry at work late, lock in, but I'm here tuned in. Hell yeah, we love that. That plug, though. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so I, I like what I'm seeing from the, from the Raiders. The Steelers, I was – the big story out of this one, too, is T.J. Watt being hurt. You know, he was out all of training camp. He didn't play in the preseason. They had all the contract issues, and he was fine in week one. But not playing catches up with you eventually. And in week two, it's the hamstring uh, a little tight. So you obviously hope it's nothing serious because you don't want – you you want players like TJ want to be on the field. It's just more fun to watch football when the better players are on the field. So you hope it's not anything serious. But, you know, not playing sometimes does catch up with you, and this seems to be a situation where, you know, if he was in – Maybe he uh, maybe he's playing a little bit more, but I think that's that's all we got for that game, CJ. We'll move on.
1: Hey, let's move. Let's move on to the Bengals and the Bears. Game was close, you know, pretty much throughout the entire game. Dalton comes. Dalton, you know, it was, it was pretty solid. It's really solid in the, in, in the first two quarters. Of course, of course, absolutely. Uh, you know, Dalton, Dalton was pretty solid in in in, uh, in the first first. Few, few quarters and then he got hurt, went down with the knee, came back and then got hurt again. I uh, just probably just felt like he couldn't was just wasn't able to go. Uh, and then Fields comes in there, makes you know make some solid plays. Nothing nothing crazy. Uh, had a had a big had a big run you know to extend the drive, but that defense that defense made some big time plays. Burrow three interceptions in a row um, on, on drives. That was that was something I definitely didn't expect. Uh you know, Roquan Smith made, some, made a big time play, taking it to the crib. Gotta got to, gotta got to give credit to Chicago and, and that defense, man. They, they did a great job um holding up that Bengals offense who's, who's been pretty it's, could, could be pretty dynamic with the offensive weapons that they have. And then we know special, you know, special young QB, you know, being able to get it to those guys. So uh Bears, they came out played well. Uh what do you think's gonna happen? Still sucked. <laughs> <Bias, right? laughs> Uh, what do you think is going to happen? you think they're going to – is this the time for Fields to come in there or uh, you think they try to see what happens with, with Dalton and then they bring him back?
0: You know, they, they came out and said that if Dalton is healthy, he's going to be the quarterback. And listen, I know Bears fans are all mad about it. Some people are going to disagree. I don't hate it. Like I'm not uh, – listen, like I said, is it really that bad that we're going to give a rookie quarterback time to learn the NFL speed and everything like that, you know, it's funny. He came in in the in the preseason was like, "Yeah, the NFL is a lot slower than I thought." Yeah, I'm pretty sure it looked a hell of a lot different on Sunday when it was you know actual people playing and the game actually meant something. Because if you look at it, Dalton actually produced better in that game on his limited drives and than, than Fields did on his like five or eight whatever he had in that game. So you know, sometimes you're not ready. And the Bears are not a good team. So I understand the point where, well, if we're not a good team, we should play Fields and, you know, see what we have. Or you're not a good team. You're not going to win anyway. Let your quarterback learn and not get killed because, I mean, you look at their schedule and the people that they're playing. Fields is not in for a good time. This is not a, you know, a happy dandy schedule by any means. You know, just looking at some of the games that they have upcoming, if I can find it. Oh, look at this. ESPN making me click on things. Look at this. Playing my – they're trying to get me to subscribe to Apple Music right now on the show. Unbelievable. <laughs> I didn't even click on nothing. But uh, let's see. Let's try to find the Bears – oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's look at the Bears' upcoming schedule. So they play the Browns. Do I really feel like putting Justin Fields in versus Miles Garrett and uh, oh, Javian Clowney? Eh. Then they play the Lions. Okay, that's easier. Of course. Then they play the Raiders. It's, Their defense has been pretty solid, though.
1: Yeah, the Lions is, is what I said is when he might come in there, the Lions, a Lions game. Because again, you know, both teams aren't great. You know, see what you got. But yeah, go ahead.
0: And then they play the Raiders. Okay, whatever. Then they play the Packers. So those three games, I guess that's a fine spot. And that's a little three game stretch you could see. But here's the thing that's not the end of the season. Then they play the Bucks, the 49ers, the Steelers, the Ravens. Then they play the Lions again, but then they play the Cardinals. They have to play the Vikings. They have to play the Seahawks. Like, they have to play some teams where Fields is going to get killed. And I don't know if you really want to put him in there. Listen, if he gets hurt, your franchise is screwed. If Dalton gets hurt, listen, I know you don't want to get anybody hurt, but you don't really care. Dalton Mm. means absolutely nothing to you. Zero. If Fields gets hurt, what happens if Fields, you know, God forbid, does something to his knee, and then now it's, oh, we have Dalton for this year, and we need another quarterback for next year too because now our franchise can't play. And listen, you can get hurt at any time. And I'm not saying that you have to leave Justin Fields on the bench for the next five years until you have the number one rated offensive line and, and six number one wide receivers on your team. <laughs> but taking it slow sometimes does not kill you. It's really not the worst thing ever.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Um, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky, man. Um, like you said, they're not good, but then you also want to see what you have. And you, you don't want to feel like it's a, it's a year wasted. But I understand your point. And I was kind of saying the same thing. I'm like, what's the rush? I mean, they're not going to be really good this year. You know, Alan Robinson on the franchise tag, You may not even be there next year. They're able to able to pay him, give him some long-term money. I think uh, I think it's just it's just you know you just want to see him out there. You want to see him play. Obviously, the fans they want to see him play. You want to see him out there make plays. Sometimes with his mobility, I think his 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 ability to move out the pocket to kind of mask some of the deficiencies of the offensive line. So yeah. you know that could that could help. Um, and you know he, he could make some plays. He definitely he could throw the ball down the field a little farther than, than it right now. So you could get, get guys like Mooney. Uh, hopefully when Tariq Cohen comes back, you know, it could definitely help him as well. So I, I think, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I feel like you just stay patient with it. Stay patient with it. Um, have him continue to learn. Get some get those mental reps. Continue to prepare like the starter but not, not, not really be the starter. I think it's going to help him in the long run, man. Everybody, Everybody's not going to have a Justin Herbert type of year. You know everybody's everybody's path to being, like you said earlier, you said everybody's path to being great is going to be different, and you know this this definitely could be it. Um, there's no rush. It's not like you know it's just Rodgers in that division, and you know who knows what happens. Who knows what happens next year? You may not even be there. So, uh, and then you got the line, and then you got Kirk Cousins, and golf. You know, I mean, so it's you know it's it's really they're really not in any really true rush to you know be competitive right away. So yeah, I, I I support Nagy's decision. You know, stay a little bit patient, uh, just have him between to learn, and, and, and when he's ready, when he, when it's time, they'll know when it's time, and, and they can make that call.
0: For sure, no, you ain't getting any arguments from me, but uh, we'll move on to another game that is definitely not on my watch list, CJ. I'll let you take that one away.
1: Texans Browns. Hey,
0: listen, man, Tyrod, I feel for Tyrod, bro. <laughs> I
1: mean, he got a feel for It was it was it was competitive. It was 14 up. You know, he was moving. He was moving down the field on, on the Browns in in Cleveland. You know, he has a little bit of you know, a little bit of motivation. You know, he played. You know, didn't didn't play great in Cleveland. Hugh Jackson gave him the hook to put and that's how the Baker Baker Mayfield you know story started, and and Cleveland. So you know, it was a little bit of extra, an extra um for that game for him. And then he goes down with the hamstring. Hamstrings are really tricky. You know, it could be two weeks. It could be longer than that. Um, you just don't know because you're not really able to do too much on it right now. Um, so, and he was, he was playing really, he was playing really good. He was playing really good, man. And uh, Philip Lindsey, they have, they have some, they have some solid pieces over there. Brandon Cooks, they have some solid pieces over there on, on, on that Brandon offense. Brandon Cooks'
0: most disrespected receiver in the NFL, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't get the love. He doesn't get the love, but, you know, he's, he's good. Um, he, he's good. He's good. He definitely makes some big-time catches, makes some big-time plays and you know they, they were looking they were looking pretty good they were looking pretty good to start the game and the tie right goes down and they bring Davis Mills in and they struggle and you know Baker gets to go and Baker through a pick and for me like I, I get trying to make the tackle because you're upset about the interception but just lay it down bro lay it down man <laughs> just lay it <laughs> lay it down you're the, you're the franchise you know you separate your shoulder you tell your room it's a wrap it's a wrap so I mean, I understand, you know, trying to make the tackle. You know, he was upset about the interception. But, lived, like, again, same thing with Wentz, man. Live to see another play. Live to see another play, man. Um, but, you know, fortunately, he came back in the game, make some big-time plays. Um, they, they had they had some, some running backs going. Chubb, Chubb and Hunt didn't play that well. I'm forgetting the guy's name. that had a great game. forget his last name. But he played great, had a screen, took it to the crib. Uh, it was it was it was a good it was a good game you know i think i think some some were probably a little bit a little probably a little bit scared um <laughs> in the beginning of the game cuz i think they were favored like 11 and a half or something like that um uh, but they managed to only win by 10 um you want, i want to see you want to see baker do a little bit more but you know he doesn't have his number one wide receiver right now larrys going down was a big time loss sprinting this fco again fantasy loss i mean i'm just i don't
0: know okay Looking
1: it's looking it's looking rough it's looking i might just call it you know what i'm saying I might just call it, bro. Might have
0: to make a trade but, real quick. Hit my line, you know. Nah, man, it's looking
1: it's looking rough out over here, man. For the Belichick stuff, it's looking bad. But uh, yeah, so that's a big big loss for more more important big loss for Cleveland, L- losing Landry, losing their guy underneath, and doing things like that. Um, and then hopefully Odell could come back and make those splash plays again, man. Uh, they they're going to need him to do that. Uh, but yeah, you know, big big win big win by the Browns. Uh, need a win because this 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 could have been one of those sneaky type games where you sleep on the Texans you take a L but they didn't let it happen.
0: Yeah. Uh like you said it was weird. I was I was looking at this game and all of a sudden it's 14-14. I was like what's going on? Uh but the Browns did what I expected them to do. They pulled away at the end there. Uh obviously got a lot easier when Tyrod went out. And man, you really do have to feel for him. You're right. Uh
1: Get stabbed gets, in the lung last year. Like.
0: Gets run out of Buffalo, goes to the Browns, gets hurt for literally like five minutes, gets put in for Baker, goes to the Chargers, gets stabbed in the lung, goes to the Texans, and now he, you know, what what was it his hamstring? Hamstring, yep. I mean, give the guy a break. Like we <laughs> let him let him be all right. Just one time in his career, man. Come on, son. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Browns did what they have to do uh, to win this game. Uh, nothing too important to me. I said this to the group. chat. I've gotten heat for it. Don't really care. Uh, listen, a win against the Texans. A win against the Texans, Browns. Not Browns, Jesus. The Texans, Jets, Jags, Falcons. And I had one more team in there. I can't remember what it was.
1: The Detroit Americans.
0: Yes, it was Detroit, actually. Mean nothing to me. Zero. Nada. If you beat them, congratulations, you were supposed to. If you lose to them, now we're talking about something.
1: Right, Because, right. like,
0: how the hell do you lose to one of those teams? But you beat them, I am not giving you flowers. Don't care. Didn't ask. I, I'm sorry. But it's – they just don't mean too much to me. But congratulations, Browns. You're one and one now. You're, what are they, tie for the division lead like everybody else is? We don't yeah. have too many undefeated teams this year, not too many. But we do have one undefeated team that I know of right now that we're going to talk about, and that would be the Panthers. Look at Mr. Sam Darnold off to a 2-0 star for the first time in his career. I mean, not that you should really be surprised. Because, right, uh, well, I mean, he's not in the Jets anymore. Right, right, right. I mean, for the fir- I meant for the first time part, not the 2-0 part. Okay, okay. You shouldn't be surprised that he's never been two 0 I mean he was on the Jets with Adam Gase. I don't think I don't think if the Lord himself came down from the heavens, he he could have went two 0 with Adam Gase. I mean it was that bad. That man was the devil reincarnated for the Jets. <laughs> <Sheesh>. But um, <laughs> but yeah, he's looking pretty good, man. He really is. You know, like I said, I was not a big Sam guy, and I think. I think the transformation of Sam Darnold, yes, it's the third week of the season coming up. So I'm not going to get crazy about it. I'm not going to say he's some great quarterback now, but from what he was in New York to what he is in Carolina, he's already better and it's clear, very obvious. And I think that for me just drove home the point of how important coaching really is and how, you know, roster construction really is because you know, you kind of hear sometimes that <laughs> we don't speak his name. Listen, I know. I'm sorry about Gase. I'm sorry. Sheesh. Peyton Manning called up the uh, the Johnson's and said, yo, you got to hire him. And they did. And it didn't go so well. Don't listen to Peyton Manning, apparently. Uh, I love how that was the thing, too, that got Gase hired. Like, oh, he was good with Peyton Manning. Congratulations. So would I be. Like, all I got to do is say, Peyton – Go throw the ball to somebody that you think is open. Like, uh, what are we talking about here? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, Sam is looking pretty good. And you know what? I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy that uh, Jameis didn't look good because if I got to hear that Jameis is actually a good quarterback, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, Caleb would have been, Woo! I'm losing my mind. Jameis is not good. Th- this, is, this is what happened. Is, is did everybody forget that he had games like last week in Tampa Bay? He had games where he looked great. It was just the fact that the next week he would come out and do the complete opposite of it. So you should not really be that surprised. But who am I? Who am I? You know, their offense is running through CMC, which your boy loves because I had the first overall pick and took uh, CMC. uh, So the offense is running through him. The defense is looking very good. I think they held Kamara like 17 total yards. Not – Rushing yards like total, so that is very impressive in itself. For CJ, what'd you think?
1: The Panthers, man, they have you know, they look they look solid right now, they look solid right now. Uh, gotta give Matt Rule a lot of credit, defensive minded head coach. Like you said, you know, what they did with Kamara on Sunday was, was masterful, masterful. Um, Shaq Thompson, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, those guys on that side of the football. I've given him a lot of credit. Gotta give Matt Rule a lot of credit, man. Sam Darnold, you know. Uh, I think they're what they're doing with him right now is you know, they're just telling him, you know, kind of just be the manager. And then when we need you to make those splash plays, go out there and make those splash plays. Um, I think that that's that's what he needs that's what he needs right now. Really didn't have great, like you said, didn't really have great coaching in New York. And I think now coming to Carolina, having Joe Brady in his ear. You know, just calming them down, giving them some plays that are easy for him, and of course, it's going to help when You got when you got you know Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, you know, being able to be such dominant between the tackles and catch and catching the football out the backfield. One you know, of the you know the best one of the best offensive weapons, offensive players in the league. So uh, that's always going to be a plus. Robbie Anderson, you know, he has great chemistry with him back in their time in New York. DJ Moore, reliable guy, can make plays. So uh, you know they, they they look good right now, man. They look good. They look like you know, the team that could, uh, you know, potentially maybe get in that, maybe be in the hunt for, for a playoff team right now, you know, it's still very early. Uh, we'll see how they play against some of these top dogs in, in the NFC. Uh, when they when they see Tampa Bay, when they see the Rams, when they see teams like that, uh, we're going to see how they play. We're gonna see if Darnold can step up to the plate and make makes some of those big-time plays for them to get those dubs. But right now it looks good for the Saints. Yeah, like you said, Jameis, hot and cold, hit or miss. Had a really good game against the Packers on, on that Sunday night game. Um, and 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 then against against the against the Panthers, we're, we're about to get to that. <laughs> yeah, we to get And the Panthers, uh I mean, and against the Panthers, just didn't didn't look to didn't look too great. But again, got to give credit to Matt Rule, right? great job, you know, scheming up, making it tough for Jameis, showing him some different things. Hopefully, Jameis can play like that for one more week. Just need one more week out of like that Jameis if go up against the the Patriots. So. No, if you, know, you can just you just play like that one more time, good brother. Uh, and then after the rest of the season, <laughs> <clears throat> rest of the season, you can ball out, bro.
0: He said one <laughs> more time, good brother. <laughs> one time, man. We just need, we
1: just need one, 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 one more one more games, man. It's been hot, cold. We just need one or two games, one more time on Sunday, Foxborough, and it's all good from there, bro.
0: And then hell, after that, I don't care if you win the MVP, James. You yeah, you did.
1: Listen, yeah, it's one more solid for me, man. That's it. I mean, one of one of them, you know,
0: one of them INTs to the crib. That's all we need, bro. <laughs> all right, CJ, take me into the next game, brother. Wow, what a game
1: this was, right? So, Woo! Arizona, kind of like you kind of alluded to it earlier in, in in the episode, making some plays, man, making some moves. Kyler Murray looks excellent. Young, young Russell Wilson, but faster, more agile. Uh, he's just he's just lethal, right? And yeah, his, he's, really, he's, really fu- he's, he's really 5'9", he's he's really five nine, bro. He's five nine. You look at him out there, like people try to say five ten, this and that. He's Pierre. and he he's out there balling. I mean they're they're in the shotgun every play. You know they're gonna be in the shotgun every single play, but uh they, they were just they were just dominant. And the Vikings, the Vikings, they're a good team, but they just it just can't always put it all together throughout the game, throughout a game sometimes. And throughout the season, um, I don't know what that is, um, you know, giving up 34 points definitely is not a formula for success, you know, since Mike Zimmer being a defensive minded head coach. So you would expect them to, you know, definitely be more stout on that side of the football really hasn't been that way over the last few years for Mike Zimmer goes down to the wire they come back. And uh, I think the kicker is J- Joseph, Craig Joseph, or something, I believe that's his name. Just miss it. Just miss Gus Johnson on the call. Keeps a lead. That was a nice little combo. I'm um, hearing that Gus Johnson, legend,
0: um, always always gets um, people hyped. You know, like, like, shout out, I like actually, Chris. I actually, Shout out, I like Chris, decided, man. I have decided I'm trying to start a uh, petition that Gus Johnson has to do every sporting event he can humanly possibly do. I'm just, <laughs> saying, I've, I've decided that.
1: Yeah, I remember he was in Madden. He was in Madden '08. Those were the good times. CJ, don't ever put the Vikings and good in the same sentence. I mean, they have, they have. <laughs> I mean, they have good moments. They have good moments. They have really good players. Um, it's just they just can't. It just seems to never always come together at the right time. And you know, Sunday was definitely a testament to that. What was your thoughts on the game, bro?
0: Yeah, crazy, crazy game. Like you said, I kind of had this one on in my peripheral vision, uh, but a very good game to say the least. Kyler, listen, like I said, in the early running for the MVP award, it looks like. Uh, I think he has seven touchdowns, three interceptions, but that doesn't include his rushing touchdowns, which I think he has two of on the season so far. Uh, his passer rating in these games have been very good. Uh, I'm not into all the QBR and all that stupid stuff. Like, First of all, if I don't know how it's even calculated, I don't care about the stat. So um, I'm not really into that. But like you said, it's weird. Mike Zimmer, defensive coach, they have some solid pieces, you know, they got Harrison Smith over there. Uh, they have uh, Daniel Hunter, who's a great pass rusher and everything. And they can't play defense. And I don't know what happened because, I again, correct me if I'm wrong, three years ago, four years ago, this was a great defense. Like, it changed real quick because now you you look at the moment or or you look at the team now. I was reading the comment. That's why I said moment. The last good moment I know the Vikings had was when Moss went there. And oh, they listen, got, they had, they got, yeah, it's an they Adrian, had Peterson, that, Adrian
1: Peterson, Adrian yeah. Peterson.
0: Yeah, you know, they had that missed field goal, Blair Walsh against the Seahawks. Still can't believe oh, that. Oh, man, I so forgot boy, about that, bro. My boy's a Vikings fan for some unknown reason. I was at the crib when that game was happening with him. We were Damn. like, oh, you're going to win. Didn't happen. Did not happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they have offensive talent. You look at their team. Dalvin Cook is a top five running back. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, who I have started another campaign for, for him to not be one of the most underrated uh, players in the league. The man is a consistent animal, uh, and nobody cares about him. Unbelievable. Uh, But they just can't play defense all of a sudden, and that's what kills them. But, hey, I I don't know. I might be wrong about about the Cardinals. I had them last in their division – And I say this with the caveat of I had them last in the division because it's so good that I just didn't know. Because I've said this before, if you put them in another division, I think I would pick them to win almost every division in the league. But they're just in the wrong division. But, hey, maybe they're not because they look really, really good so far. Like, yeah, they gave up 33 points to the Vikings. But like I just said, you might think of the Vikings and think of defense, but you shouldn't anymore. You should think of their offense, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, I mean, they got some dudes over there. Like, they can put up points in a hurry, uh, and just because it's the Vikings, don't get it twisted. So it was a very entertaining game. Like I said, had it in the peripheral vision a little bit, but uh, towards that end of the game, I definitely put it in focus and uh, definitely tuned in with those highlights. I definitely, definitely did. Uh, But with that being said, we'll move on once again to the god, the Go himself. Mr. Tom Brady. You know, I don't CJ, we're, 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 running, we're running long here. So I don't think I got too much to say about this game other than <laughs> everybody wants to do it for LeBron, so I'm going to do it for Brady this year, I've decided. It's year 22. Every single week, I'm just going to put year 22. Everybody likes to put year 17 for LeBron. I'm putting year 22 for Brady every time. Leading the league in passing touchdowns. End the conversation. CJ, if you have anything on the game, go ahead, but I'm done. Brady, God, to Two four four touchdown <laughs> passes and the defense had two pick sixes. Listen, this team might be better than last year when they won the Super Bowl. That shouldn't be possible, but it might be true.
1: Yeah, they well yeah, dude, you're right, they are. Just because of uh, chemistry, um, they're more comfortable with they're more comfortable with each other right now. Um uh, you know they know what plays the call that, that are going to be successful. Then that's that's Brady and the coordinators, defensive coordinators and offensive. And Brian Leftwich, you know, they're really in sync right now. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great one. Can can't wait. wait for that game. Can't
0: wait, bro. And he's can and wait. he's going to break the passing record touchdown or the the passing yard record in New England probably. I think probably, he's only like yeah. five hundred yards away, and he's averaging like three twenty five a game.
1: Get out of there. That'll be that'll be insane. But um, I mean, I mean, what can you say? What can you say about the guy? I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's a little bit of pain. You know, every time he goes out there, especially him and Gronk, it's like double oh. pain. Um, just their connection is, it's the best, best, best connection ever. Best quarterback receiver, whatever you want to consider. You know, Gronk and tight end receiver, ever. Period. Uh, just, uh, it's just too elite. It's too elite. And then you can't double Gronk anymore, so he's just getting easy one-on-ones against little babies out there, safeties <laughs> and linebackers, and he's just bodying them. Um, and then, you know, Brady knows where to put the ball, and, you know, Gronk's going to go get that. And Mike Evans finally got on the board. Thank you, thank you brother, because that first game against the Cowboys was – He killed me uh, in fantasy, bro. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Facts over here, too. So, um, you know, now, you know, got, got two tutties. And, if, and then for Atlanta, real quick,
0: just – I mean. Dog water,
1: yeah, bro. I mean, I just—it's—it's it's gonna come to a time where Arthur Blank is just gonna be like, it's time you know change the regime up, trying to try to get a new quarterback and, and you know start this thing over.
0: No yeah. one will be safe from Brady's wrath. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. But yeah, like you said, Falcons, I guess, terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, bro. I mean, it was close. It
0: was twenty. It was twenty. Well, it was
1: and I was like, yo, you know, they're doing all right. And then back-to-back pick sixes, no GGs. <laughs> <It's
0: a stupid laughs> That's I was like, I,
1: I, turned, I turned the game back on. It was 48-25. I was like, oh, man. All right.
0: it's a tough one. I
1: was like, all right, man. Okay.
0: He said, oh, yeah. don't disrespect dog water with the Atlanta Falcons.
1: <laughs> oh, sheesh. Oh man. Titans, Titans and the Seahawks. Man, I thought this game was over. I thought this game was a wrap. Oh, yeah. I, looked, yeah. I thought it was a wrap, and then second half comes around you know king henry y'all this is
0: cj cj you remember, is, yeah. you remember you remember that rant that that coach had if you want to crown them crown their asses But well, guess what king henry's he crowned him he crowned him.
1: Uh, dude the dude is uh the dude is something special bro i mean he's a throwback you know it's not something that you really see in today's nfl nowadays you see two running backs each team have two running backs now, a, a power back and then a the change of pace guy. You know, he's you know, he's just going there, you know what they're gonna do. They're gonna load up the box. You know, he gets one alley and he he could take it 90, 90 yards. We see him take it ninety-nine yards. Uh I was oh, looking at was I, I, looked, I was looking at a screenshot in high school, bro. You seen have you seen that little screenshot? Bro, I mean what is that, bro? Like what is that? Like so it's just <laughs> the dude the dude's insane, man. The dude's insane and uh, he's ca- he's literally carrying the team. Now, even though they got Julio Jones and AJ Brown, he's he really got the team on on his back, and he and he yeah killer bro, killer man. And the Seahawks they folded. They folded this one. This was an easy dub for them. Russell Wilson was looking great. Him and Tyler Lockett. Shout out Lockett, man, big time, big time fantasy pickup. One of the you, you put you said Thielen. I forgot you said somebody Cooper Cup. You got to throw Lockett, and he's probably number one yes. on that under, underrated list right there. So. Um, he makes big-time plays every single Sunday, it seems like, uh, since he's been in the league. So he, he's a big-time player, but, you know, fortunately they weren't able to get the dub. You know, the, some of the play calling in that overtime was a little questionable. They were backed up on their own, like 10 or something like that, and they did, like, three straight plays, deep plays. We'd like to see them run the ball a little bit more, but, you know, Tennessee did their thing. It was a big-time win for them. Got to give them credit.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we said, there's not much more to take out of this game than Derrick Henry. listen. Don't sell him yet. Don't sell me. I know the first. Of course, it's overreaction. Uh, first week of the season, it was oh, what happened to Derrick Henry? He fell off already. Yeah. Okay. After one came back, forty-one touches, two hundred thirty-seven scrimmage yards, three touchdowns. He is literally the reason they won the game. And a little caveat to that: you realize what he did in this game? He did that without his two starting offensive linemen. Like two starting offensive linemen were out of this game. Taylor Lewan didn't even play, and I don't know if the other one didn't play at all or got hurt, but I know Taylor Lewan during warmups uh, couldn't go. So he did all that without uh, his starting two linemen, which makes it even more impressive. Uh, the Titans are the are the sleepers of the league. I gotta see a little bit more because if you take away Henry, which is a lot harder than just speaking it. But if you do take away Henry, I don't know how confident I am. And I'm not a big fan of their defense. But, listen, if King Henry is going to keep playing like this, it don't matter. It, nothing else really matters because, I mean, you're going to keep teams off the field. You, right. Nobody's going to get the ball. So it doesn't really matter. But like you said, Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett. If you can find – I will give anybody right now, right now, $400, cash money, <laughs> If you can find a better deep ball throw in the league right now than Russell Wilson, go ahead. I'll I'll sit here all night.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely, you know, I mean, Kyler. Like Kyler, you know, that, that, that one he threw to Kirk was pretty Kirk good.
0: Was skimmed over the top of his beam yeah, that, and that right one in was, the hand.
1: Yeah, that's what i said, I mean, there. You see, you you
0: know. here's the thing. That was impressive. That's what Russ does like four times a game.
1: Right, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like,
0: so Russ is just a different animal when it comes to those type of throws. But, yeah, a great game. Listen, there's, there have been some very good games in the NFL this year. We're yeah. we're being absolutely treated as fans. And let me tell you, I am not mad about it. But we'll move on from there to something I'm a little upset about, but I'm not upset about at the same time, is the Cowboys actually winning against the Chargers. Now, here's the thing. I'm upset about this, CJ, because the Cowboys won. And, while when Cowboy fans are sad, it makes me very, very happy. Um <laughs> but i'm not that mad about it because i picked the cowboys to win uh josh picked the chargers to win so i gained the game on him in our pick em segment so it kind mm-hmm. of made up for it uh greg Zerline, uh 56 yard game winning field goal as it expired <laughs> he needed that one after last week against the bucks uh where he kind of cost mm-hmm. them the game uh you know, I said in the group chat during the game that Dak wasn't playing very well. I kind of take it back in a way. He only had like 200 yards, uh, I believe, had through an interception. But he was being just very conservative because that's what the defense was giving him. Uh, I think Zeke scored a touchdown in this game. So you'd like to see, you would like to see them get him going a little bit more. But this was a... Uh, this was a this was a battle of a game. Like, I expected a lot more points out of this one just because it's the Cowboys' defense. But, hey, listen, they held the Chargers to a, to 17 points. And like I said, it's the NFL. If you can do that, that's impressive no matter what, especially because I think the Chargers have a very good offense. But uh, a, a, a solid game to watch. Not the most entertaining of the weekend, but uh, a hard-nosed football game that the Cowboys came out on top of.
1: Yeah, you got to give them credit. Their line came like you said, came back and you know made up for that. You know, missing a couple on on a Thursday night game to start the season. Uh, Herbert, man, two two picks, that that was really the difference in the game. Also, Jared Cook with that Taunting call, um, tough, By the Tough the
0: Dumbest rule yeah. I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah,
1: man, it's it's the suits, it's, it's it's the suits up there, man. You know, you know, they want to see they want to see the game look a little bit different. You know, I, Back I in my it. day,
0: had us. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't I don't agree with it. Uh, I feel like the game should be fun, but also organized. Organized organize fun, um, as long as it's not over the top, um, uh, it's, it, sh- it should be it should be cool. But we'll we'll see with the competition committee. We'll see what they change that next year. Then I'll give the NFL credit. You know they do change things up. You know they don't keep it the same all the time. So uh, we'll see if they if, if with with people you know speaking their voice about it. We'll see if they make a change. But yeah, Cowboys got it done. Got it. Got to win in it. Got to win in division. Everybody's expecting them to win this division pretty handily. Especially with the quarterback, they have the best quarterback in the division. They have the best uh, running back in the division right now. Uh, defense is really stingy right now, turning the ball over. Got to give them credit, man. Big W for the for the boys, um, the Chargers. They got to you know they got to keep it, got to keep it going, man. Like we like we've been talking about Raiders and Broncos on their heels. So they got they got to get some Ws in that division. Sunday night football. Uh, the reason why this episode is called "Finally Got One." Lamar finally gets gets the uh, gets the W against Patrick Mahomes. Was 0 three previously close game, man. I mean, as it was about to be 0 and four if if doesn't fumble right there, big big time play by the edge rusher Owe. The Marvins were spectacular um, in the second half. You know, had had the pick six and then the pick two, both both interceptions to to the Honey Badger. It was I thought it was going to get ugly from there here on out, but the defense they stepped up, made some plays. Mahomes made a, a errant pass where you expected it terrible to be you know, A terrible pass, which led to an interception. Uh, was gave – uh, gave Baltimore the ball back. Lamar, he played played excellent, man. I mean, he's he's their entire offense. You know, I'm still I'm still not really too impressed with their skill position players outside of Mark Andrews. Uh, Tyler Brown made a big play, got open with that you know jump pass from Lamar for a touchdown. That was a big play for them. They needed that. But um, you know, the Ravens they got to be able to still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody hates the Cowboys, man. Love love to hate them or you just hate them. Um, so. You know, it's tough. It was it was a big big time win for it was tough for the Chiefs. Big big time win for Baltimore at home. Had to get that one, man. Can't can't go down 0 2 to start the season. Um, And then for for the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs. The only thing I'll say about the Chiefs is their defense. Their defense needs a lot of work. They don't really have linebackers that you could that that are really household names outside of Chris Jones. That defensive line isn't really that good. Um, And then in the secondary, outside of Honey Badger, it's 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 really not good either. So. Um, collectively speaks Spagnuolo. He is going to have to get those guys going, man. Um, you can't. Yes, yes, you know you have an offense that can put up 40 points, but you can't. That doesn't mean you just give up 35. Um, because again, football, anything can happen. And you know, Mahomes turns it. Oh, that was his first interception in September, his entire career. Crazy. Um, first loss
0: in September, too.
1: First loss in September. Everything, everything first for, for Mahomes. It seems like uh, in, in year four, so year five, and so uh, you know. Big tough tough loss, tough loss for the Chiefs, but they're gonna bounce back. You know, they still have excellent players on that team. that defense is gonna have to tie it up if they wanna, you know, get back to that bowl.
0: Yeah, this game meant a lot more for the Ravens than it did for the Chiefs. Um <clears throat> only because the Ravens are in a tougher division. I think the Chiefs are still gonna run away with their division. The only thing that this changes for the Chiefs is that they can't be the first seventeen and 0 team, uh, which some people legitimately thought they could be. Uh now they can go sixteen and one. Damn it. Um, but it it wasn't, I felt like this, I said this yesterday and I felt like this is a game that's never going to happen again on so many levels. Like, so the Ravens get the touchdown because the ball's fumbled and their wide receiver somehow ends up with it. Uh, Clyde fumbles in in an important situation. Mahomes throws a stupid interception. Uh, the Ravens get a fourth down call that they should have never gone for or that you would usually never go for. I mean, this is a game that I feel like is just never going to happen again. So you enjoy it as the Ravens. Listen, I'm uh, well apart of the... uh, Lamar has reached his peak bandwagon. So I'm not as thoroughly impressed as a lot of people are (laughs) with this game. Listen, he came back and won. I give him the credit for that. But... See, you see that st- you
1: see that stat right
0: there, real? Listen, I know knife career. Most James since 19 1950. Come on. Listen, man. Come I on. Man. I know. Come on.
1: I know. Greatest, greatest dual threat ever. Ever. Period. 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 It's nothing close. I mean, listen, Vic had Vic, Vic, Vic might have had a stronger arm, right? But bro, what he's doing right now, man. Greatest oh. dual threat
0: ever, bro. I don't know. I've seen some crazy Vic highlights, man. Man, listen, bro. Look,
1: Vic. Vic is elite, bro. He was he was elite. He was very elusive, but this guy's doing right here, man.
0: Peak has been rich. That's a fact. Ravens still gonna lose the Chiefs. In the first. See, that's the other thing that I forgot to mention. Like, since when does the Chiefs' de- offense not cash in on turnovers? Like, that's another thing that I feel like is never gonna happen. You give this team two turnovers like that, yeah, not happening. Not happening ever again. Um, Well, I don't know. Listen, he threw those interceptions, and then they went back to what the Ravens should do, and that is run the ball. And that's when they started playing well again. So for me. Right, but he's he's, the reason
1: why. You know, he's the the best running back on the team. (laughs) He's the best quarterback on the team. He's the best running back on the team. This was a
0: great game, CJ, for RB Lamar.
1: For sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: Can't stop back, Quarterback, Lamar, not very good.
1: I mean, yeah, he, he made some he made some bad reads early for sure. I think for him, for now nah, I agree. You know, he's, he's his passing definitely needs some work. But for me, I feel like, like that, he,
0: for the first play of the game overthrows Hollywood touchdown.
1: Yeah, nah, yeah. He got he got to work on that. He definitely has to work on that. Um, he has to also work on making the layup passes too. It's nothing wrong with checking yeah. it down. If he checks it down, then it can open up some of those more those deep passes. But yeah, you know his passing is is what is what it is. But man, that 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 read option. I mean, listen. I mean, you could that's that's fine. That's fine. I mean, you could you could say that. Yeah, of course, he's a better running threat. But you get both. <laughs> so, right. I mean, is and and again, I say I still haven't seen an elite wide receiver on that team. This they got a awesome. of, they got a bunch of threes and fours over there. Maybe a two in Hollywood. Maybe he could be a two, maybe. So, see yeah, good, but good back. win though. Good, yeah, good win though. It could have easily been an L. I mean, Chiefs—they lost by well, like I said, Hilaire holds onto the ball. They kick a field goal. Could've oh been yeah, they goal, win. win.
0: So, absolutely. <laughs> it's
1: just mixed out how dangerous the Chiefs could be. You have to literally like get.
0: No, if you don't those play type perfect. of plays. Yeah, yeah. you have. Yeah, you have to play perfect against the Chiefs and the Ravens. Kind of did towards the end the of the second game. half, right? The second yeah, half, second okay, half right, was perfect. Right, right. The first half was tough to watch. <laughs> tough to watch, uh, but yeah, round us out with the uh, Monday Night Football game there, CJ.
1: Packers Lions. Uh, me and Matt talked about this. I, I said it was. I said it was going to be a close game early, and then the Packers are going to pull away. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Jared Goff, you know, was looking pretty solid. Had a nice little dime to TJ Hawkinson in the back of the end zone. Nice little pass there, but you know, all in all, the defense just kind of fell flat in the second half. Aaron Jones, Aaron—I mean, Aaron Jones—almost like I, I talked about, Aaron almost Jones carried.
0: Beat me in fantasy this week.
1: Almost carried my fantasy team, and still, still caught the L. Uh, it was tough for me, but you know, he had a, he had an exceptional game. Didn't play great last. Didn't play great last week, so you know, coming back against. Uh, against the Lions, getting four touchdowns total, um, three receiving, one rushing. First running back in Green Bay history to get three receiving touchdowns and rushing. Of- I mean, he's just he's 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 a lethal threat. This team this team really goes as far as Aaron Aaron Jones goes. I mean, you look at that NFC Conference Championship game. He got hurt in that game he missed he missed the rest of the game. I mean, if he's in that game, it could change the complexity of that like that, that game one hundred percent. He's he's definitely one of the most important players in, the, in on, on that team because. Um Malafour likes to run the ball. He likes to run the ball first and then work off the play action. So <laughs> I mean it was a great, it was a solid pass by by Goff. I gotta give him credit. But um but yeah, a great, great bounce back by Green Bay. I know everybody's talking about the offseason, or is this it, is this is, is this it for Rodgers? Uh but you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's the Lions, man. It should be eased up. So, then they got it done.
0: Yeah. I'm going to switch it over to uh, next week, but as I do that, I will talk about it as well. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of what you expected. I mean, were we really expecting the Packers to be this bad this season? I don't think anybody really was. Uh, So they, they win the game. It's it shouldn't really be a surprise to anybody. Uh, The Lions just aren't going to be very good this year. (laughs) I don't know how many Lions fans are out there, but I'm, but I'm sorry to tell you that they're not going to be the greatest team of all time this year. Um, but Packers did what they had to do. Aaron Aaron Jones, I forever hate you with the burning passion because you know your boy was up 50 points, I believe. And uh, I had to play against Aaron Jones and T.J. Hawkinson, so I ended up losing. By the way, take yeah, a yeah. fat L. Yeah, definitely not a happy man. Wish but I had Hawkinson. With that being said, it's a Oh. <laughs> Let's get into week three of the NFL season. We'll go through this pretty quick. You know, a reason or two why we picked the team because, you know, we don't want to keep the people too long. But we start off with Thursday night football. CJ, Panthers, Texans, who you got? Yeah, Ronaldo,
1: Carolina. I think, you know, they're continuing to play really well. I like that defense. I think McCaffrey has a big game. Uh, I know it's a rogue game, but I'm going with the Panthers.
0: Yeah, I'm sticking with the Panthers as well. I don't think Tyrod's going to play. That changes everything. Uh, it, 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 I think I would have picked the Panthers either way, but Tyrod makes the game a little bit closer. But without him, that's a fat L. Uh, Colts and Titans. I'm going with the Titans on this one, CJ. I would have picked the Colts, but I don't think my boy, Mister uh, No Ankles, <laughs> and Wentz, is going to be able no. to play.
1: No ankles, uh, man. Yeah, if he's if he's out, it's it's going to be it's going to be tough. Tough for uh, for the Colts. I'm going with Tennessee as well. I think it's going to be a close game, it's a divisional game. You know, both of these teams really go at it. I hope if they if they can't stop Henry, it's going to be it's going to be a long night for, for Indianapolis. So I'm gonna go with the Texans. I mean, uh, the Titans in this
0: one. Next up, we have the Giants and the Falcons. Listen, it's a home game for the Giants. I think they're getting their first win. Because as Shannon Sharp said on uh, Undisputed, any quarterback with the pulse might be able to throw for three hundred and fifty against the Falcons.
1: Going with the G Man as well. Got to get this. You got to get this W. This is like get this, this is like the biggest must win um, on your schedule probably. Um, so or biggest layup on your on your schedule. So I'm going with the G Man to get this one by you know maybe a touchdown or so.
0: Then we have the Chargers at the Chiefs. Listen. Chiefs aren't losing two in a row. I love the Chargers. I actually have them make the playoffs. I do, but home game for the Chiefs back to back losses. I don't think so.
1: Going with the Chiefs as well, man. Arrowhead tough environment for the Chargers. Um, you had that that W was right there for them against the boys. weren't able to get it done. I just like you said. I just don't see the Chiefs losing two in a row. I'm pretty pretty sure they want to respond after after Sunday nights, after the Sunday night football game going with kansas city
0: no this one's a little bit tougher for me Bengals at the steelers it's a home game for the steelers i think you know what i think i'm gonna go with the Bengals.
1: i'm gonna go yeah i mean i'm right there with you bro i mean we pretty much on the, on the same same wavelength right now with these games <laughs> uh yeah i'm going with cincy I'm going with Cincy, man um so I think Joe Burrow wants to respond after that. You know, three, three interceptions and three consecutive drives. That, that was pretty nasty um, against the Bears. Uh, Steelers. I just don't know what I'm gonna get offensively from them, man. I really don't. I don't know what. I, I can't really call who's gonna be that guy. Uh, I know what the I know what the Bengals got over there. They got some. They got some dogs over there. So I'm rolling with Cincy. We got the Bears and the Browns. Uh, you know, big close. Justin Fields might be in there depending on Dalton's status. Could be dope because C versus Baker could be a nice one. Who you got?
0: I gotta go with the Browns, man. I can't. I I just can't confidently pick the Bears to win a game. I can't do it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I gotta go with Cleveland too. Solid run game. That Bears defense is really good too. Um, it might be a defensive battle. They could they could get Baker turning the ball over. I think it could be a little bit closer. Uh, but I think Cleveland still gets it done. <laughs> we got the Ravens and the Lions. I mean, not not really too much to say here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I mean, this isn't this isn't exactly rocket science. i will go with the Ravens too.
1: Right, our teams. I mean, our team. Excuse me. Um, Saints, uh, Patriots, and Foxborough. Uh, James pulling up to to
0: Foxborough. And it's Mac Jones and, and, and the squad. Who you got? Come on, <laughs> Patriots all the way. This is Weimos Jinston pulling up against Bill Belichick. No faith in the boy. Patriots pick off Weimus at least twice.
1: Yeah, I got all the gear on, so you know, you know who I you know I'm gonna take. Uh <laughs> got the Cardinals and the Jaguars. I got I got the cards in this one. They start the season three and
0: Yeah, I mean I can't pick the Jaguars in any confidence anyway. Yeah. So I definitely have to go with the Cardinals as well. Man, I don't know. I know you guys talked about the game already, but you see the Jaguars mascot post game. I did not.
1: I did not see that.
0: I did not. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Uh, yeah, but I got to go with the Cardinals.
1: got to go with the Cardinals. All right, we got Heineke versus Josh Allen. Uh, the the football team, they pull up the Western New York. Who you got?
0: Listen, it might be a little bit of a closer game than I feel like people will think just looking at the team names. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Bills and a closer one here. Uh you know, maybe a maybe a six-point field goal type of game. Uh, Heineke isn't too bad. There is, he is not too bad. Uh, the Bills have kind of struggled on offense a little bit. Uh, the, one thing that does concern me, though, is that Washington has this, you know, godlike front seven. And first two games, they haven't exactly been godlike. So they get a little extra time since they played on Thursday, but I don't know.
1: Going with the Bills as well. Heinicky, you know, good, good, solid player. Um, like you said, you know, the front seven is, you know, they're they they have the talent, but hasn't really clicked right now for in terms of Washington. Um, I'm gonna go with Buffalo, man, and this one home game this year to get that done. Jets Broncos, Broncos. Got to go with the Broncos. <laughs>
0: I mean, I ain't picking the I ain't picking the Jets to win. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: So, sorry, my God, Vic. Sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins going to Las Vegas. You got in that one I, I don't know if two is going to play my you might see Brissett. I'm
0: gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Raiders you know I wish I could disagree with you so we could change it up here but I can't because I mean if if two was playing maybe it's a different story but Jacoby Brissett, we just saw I mean it was 35 nothing so gotta go with the Raiders pretty confident
1: for sure for sure um Seahawks and the Vikings Seahawks. I mean, Mike, both coming off some, you know, very disappointing losses. Both teams in week two. Seattle going to going to Minnesota. You got to know. I'm
0: sticking with. Uh, I'm sticking with Seattle. I'm all aboard the Russell MVP train. I need him to get his flowers. Uh, oh, we got We're saying that the Jets got their first win against the Broncos. Okay. Hey, listen. I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad. Um, i'm gonna go with the seahawks I just I just got too much respect for Russ
1: same same i think uh it's gonna be a good game two really good um offensive offenses gotta go gotta go i know we <laughs> I know guy's expecting us to disagree <laughs> but i mean these
0: are these are kind of layup what? it's kind of little layup games right here
1: i don't know man Imagine, yeah, i might I have
0: to, I might have to make a little parlay this week
1: yeah it might be a couple of shockers, but... easy yeah, yeah, this this is this is way too easy. I'm going this with is Seattle. Game of
0: the week though. Game of the week. Next up, we got the Bucks and the Rams. Uh, this is gonna be fun. We said the Rams are the team that can kind of uh, give the Bucks a run for their money. It's in LA. I'm still going with Brady.
1: Yep. Uh again, Rams, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rams, really good team. They look great. CNC agreeing on things. <laughs> I worry. That's a fact. That's a fact. Great minds, like like my guy said. Uh Rams look good. Rams look good, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Bucks, man. I have to go with the with the Bucks. I want to see that defense play a little bit better too. Their defense hasn't played great. Um, I think they have. A, I think they have a better game and at uh, SoFi. Uh, Sunday. This is a Sunday Night Football game, right? Sunday Night Football yes, game. Sir. This is a uh, NFC Conference Championship rematch from two years ago between the Packers and the Niners. We rolling with.
0: I'm actually rolling with the Niners. They kind of have the Packers number. I have not been impressed with the Packers defense. I haven't even been impressed with the Packers offense, honestly. Listen, they scored a lot of points this week. They played the Lions. I hope you did. Um, but the defense doesn't impress me too much. The, the 49ers have the game plan to keep it away from them, and they, they put a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers in the few times they played. So I'm going with the 49ers. I'm
1: going to roll with Green Bay. It's going to be a very close game. Uh, you know, the 49ers like to run the ball. They like to keep, they're going to try to keep the ball out of Rogers' hands as so much as possible, you know, control the clock. But I think Rogers just makes a few more plays than Garoppolo. Um, it's going to be a really good game, close game, Levi Stadium. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Rogers. I think they get it done in a close one.
0: See, there you go, guys. We disagreed on something. All was right. in the world. Uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then the round out of the week, Monday night football. We have the Eagles and the Cowboys. This is kind of a gross game. But um, I, God, I hate the Cowboys so much. Uh, you know what? Listen, I'm all about the family. My brother's an Eagles fan, so I'll stick with the Eagles. Why not? Why not have the happy fan?
1: Respect that. I respect that. Yes, sir. Um, but go (laughs) wait, wait. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, bro. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. It's Gonna be a close game, you know, divisional, divisional matchup in the NFC least. I think um I think Dak, man, Dak versus Hurts, you know, I think both of them are really nice, nice little comp between those two. You know, that's that's a potential comp for, for Hurts, is, is really a younger version of Dak. But I think Dallas, man, I think they just make a few more plays. I like their stingy defense going with the with the Cowboys.
0: Listen, we're all kind of screwed up. I'm a Patriot fan in New York. My other brother's a Patriot fan. uh, And then my other brother's an Eagle fan. We're we're kind of screwed up, you know? I don't know. Not a single child in this household likes a New York team for football. So we're a little messed up. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) those are our week three predictions. A long show, but a great one as usual. CJ, before we go. Unless you got anything else, what
1: you got for the people? Uh, not too much, man. You know, keeping it going. You can check us here at 9 p.m. every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm doing stuff for streaming, CJ of the World. Follow me over there on Twitch. Uh, follow my gaming page also on IG and Twitter as well. Uh, NBA coming It was right around the corner. Uh, looking forward to that. Talking some hoops um, with the guys. So, looking at that. With the guys, so. Uh, definitely check me out, Garda Pod, over there. Streaming on all platforms. Yeah, man, we're here.
0: Yes, sir. As for me, you know what it is by now. Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter. Gen Z Sports from All One Show Mondays seven Eastern. Me and my boy Josh, two Generational Sports. Talk a little bit about everything. Obviously, we're deep into football because the season is underway. But you know, throwing a little UFC there when basketball starts back up. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then Tuesdays, obviously me and cj do this 9 p.m eastern and then thursday i got backstop banter with mr michael lawson in fact we got a we got a nice episode this weekend or uh this week on thursday we got a pitcher from the reds coming on the show recovering from tommy john this year so he made some time for us talking know, about his journey um you know i believe this is the second tommy john surgery so coming back from it again uh, everything of that nature. So make sure you check out that very special episode. I don't know if Michael will be alive by the end of it because we're talking to a red player, but hey, <laughs> uh, come on uh, see what happens. But that's all I got. CJ, thank you for joining me, my wonderful co-host as always. Matt, Logan, everybody in the comments, appreciate you as always. And uh, don't worry, people, we'll be back next week.